Uh, welcome to the NRL Fantasy Preseason for the best team of the decade, uh, the Parramatta Eels. Uh, you've got Andy and Shoots in the house today. Um, what are your thoughts about the best team of the decade, um, not being the Panthers and being Parramatta Eels Shoots? Well, they're probably one of the better bridesmaids of the decade. They <laughs> can be quite exciting to watch when they want to be. They've got some great players, great Kiwi players, or have had some great Kiwi players. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do this portrait reviewing what? the mighty parameter. I like how we've actually matched our clothes. Uh, there was no pre-talks here. We're both wearing Raiders, sorry, NFL teams. I'm wearing the Raiders Josh Jacobs jersey, but yourself over there. I've got Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, MVP. MV, you reckon MVP? Surely. 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 The, uh, has it already been given? Has it already been given or no? Is it at the end of the season? No, I, don't, I don't believe it has been given yet. Yeah, okay. I'm still thinking Paddy Mahomes to come back MVP should... It's the script's already written, mate. Who actually? Who you think Super Bowl champs? Well, it's hard to go past the Chiefs, even though they're underdogs, beating underdogs at the moment. But it's hard to go past the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's more or less um, the experience in playoffs is going to get them home. I reckon. But um, 100%. all right. Before we get started on the Parramatta team, let's go to social medias. Talking League Pod on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, or you can find all our handles at the website talkingleaguepod.com. All right, Parramatta signings. So it's not really that many signings. Signings. There's Morgan Harper and Kel- Kelma Tuolagi, uh, and our losses are Jacob Arthur, Waka Blake, Nathan Brown, Andrew Davy, Josh Hodson, Jack Murchie, Mitch Rain. So there's a lot of money off the cap there, but not many signings. Um, what do you reckon those movements, uh, how did that play out for Parra this year? Good, bad, same, same? <laughs> but, like, they haven't lost really anything, have they? They've lost a bit of depth, but nothing nothing too strenuous on the team. And signings, I think they're more depth signings as well, whether Kelma can get back to his rookie season numbers and, and really push for a place here on that edge, uh, which would be quite good fantasy-wise. He can be quite the fantasy gun. And the great Morgan Harper, he will add some depth to those centre positions. I did hear a, uh, a pod saying that they signed Morgan Harper for his defence. But again, I think everyone's just a little bit too shocked about how much he did get dominated. It was one game against Talakai. Yes, he dominated him. I reckon Harper probably regrets that, regrets that game and thinks about that the most because you always think of the most negative thoughts that you do than the positives. But I think he's better than, than that one game. So hopefully he, he comes he, good. He would have been, a season before that game, he would have been in the Kiwis if the World Cup didn't get um, pushed back, uh, pushed forward or pushed back, sorry. He would have made the Kiwis. He was a really informed centre, probably the most informed Kiwi centre at that time, or one of them, I, I feel, and would have been a Kiwi for sure. And then yeah, he's just fallen off the face of the earth now. Now, nah, look, hopefully Brad Arthur can bring some form out of him. Made Bailey Simonson, Simonson a uh, gun centre. So, again, that's the only issue. I think you're right there with the depth signing. You've got, you know, Simmonson's already there. who cemented that spot last year. So, But if, if Morgan Harper can crack it and keep him out, then credit to him and it's probably good for Padma if he does. Um, the draw this year. Okay, so we've got the first 10 games. We've got Doggies, Panthers, Eagles, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles Tigers, Raiders, Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Eagles again, and then we've got a buy in round nine, and then the Premier 
or not premiers, but the runners up, the Broncos in round 10. Uh, buys round 9, 2026. So it's a very late buy schedule, which would be good for people who want to start with their with para players. Um, lost a few players. Uh, and a lot of talk around the strengthening of their focus on a premiership. Again, what team isn't saying that they're going for a premiership? Yeah, 100%. So yeah. It's hard to do that. Their, their hooking element is still a bit unsure. Um, they've lost the superstar Josh Hodgson, but I think that's more of a bit of a dead weight, so we can actually solidify. But, um, yeah, what do you reckon their draw there? I, I actually reckon to start the season, they could easily be 5-0 and with a winning record. That's sort of the Panthers' bogey team. Dogs aren't that great. Eagles remains to be seen. Tigers aren't great. Raiders are back to a rebuilding. They could easily be even going into that first bye. They could be like eight and one, seven and two. Something quite a strong record, I feel. Hopefully, like we have an issue of you know, having a couple of silly losses in the start of the season. So if we can get a couple of wins here, could be should be good. But while we um talk about gun teams. Let's get into our gun players or our studs. How good is this bloke? Uh, I think the first one we'll go off is I think the best one of for, for Parramatta last year was was Jermaine Hopgood. So how gun was he last year? Everyone touted him to do exactly what he did and he absolutely killed the lights out. Um, absolute weapon last year. Came a certain starter. Plays big minutes. Um, only, but only played nine. This is actually probably only played nine games over seventy minutes. So I thought that was more than that. I thought he was playing eighty a lot more times. But I actually don't see his role changing too much. His break evens are sixty one, but when he played for more than sixty minutes, it's actually sixty five point six fantasy points. So he's still got value, um, especially if his role doesn't seem to change there. But do you think that um, Joe Offer and having a big bench will probably change that? Because he, he uh, what's that? Arthur did say that he wants an 80-minute hooker, which means that, that f- there might not be some sort of 14 role for for that. But do you see minutes re- reducing there? Well, I do wonder if they think that he got a little bit burnt out at times last year because it did seem that way. And whether they think, oh, maybe we should play him at slightly lesser minutes and get like a more effective 50 minutes out of him or something each round. But yeah, he, he was like a premium mid that you could hold all year he was dual, which he still has, which also makes him fairly important. He's just probably outpriced himself unless you don't want to go with Haas and you want to go with somebody else, someone with a dual, which he is handy, handy for because he does have a real good base, nearly 40 points per game and tackles, 123 metres, does love an offload, probably one of the highest offloading players now. In the, well, the last season he probably was anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't mind him. Like you said, that that different option to Hass. You know, like he, he's he's like you said, he's if he's at, you're going to average him above sixty minutes, which is potentially his his um, average. Um, he still scores decent with sixty minutes, so I yeah. feel like it's a, a decent shout there. Forty three k less than Hass, so no, I don't mind that. Yeah. Uh, our next gun off the rank, Mitchell Moses. What are your thoughts on Mitchie Moses this year? I'm seriously considering starting with him as my half next to whoever I choose out of Hines and Cleary. He's he's pretty consistent and he, he like he will drop the odd thirty or like a thirty nine or a twenty nine or something in between like five runs of a uh, run of five games of mid seventies or something. So I love his consistency and I think if Dylan Brown can stay out of trouble this year and Parry get on a roll, he will be 
quite good to have in his because he is oh, like he is priced quite highly at seven hundred and ninety two k. But I think he is probably like he's surely number four, number three halfback. I think I said Del- Cherry Evans is number three halfback in fantasy in the last podcast. But I think Mitch Moses are definitely in that top four. <laughs> as an option to have. And I, and I think he, if you can afford him and you want to go a different option just to save some money and that um, instead of going Hines and Cleary in the same, same thing, you will not be disappointed. You'll, you'll get pretty consistent scores and they've got a fairly easy run for that first nine games before the buy. Pen, Penrith is probably the hardest game and his scores against Penrith last year were 72 and that was the only game he played in, I believe. But yeah, he just loves. He's got good kicking meters. We know he's got a massive boot, four hundred and thirty-eight meters per game. Nice running game, ninety-five meters per game. Well, Throws, didn't he cracked a thousand, didn't he? Thousand um, kick meters in one game. He did round four against Penrith. Yeah, so, exactly that. Yeah, so yeah, I definitely think he's an option you should consider if you are not going the. Hines Cleary path, which I'm I don't mind in. it. He's 200k cheaper than Hines and Cleary, so there you go. He saved a little bit of money there, and he's actually uh, before Origin, he, he absolutely killed it. So uh, his average before Origin, Origin was 64 fantasy points. It's only 10 shy of of the you know the the, the top two um, halves there. So it's actually not bad if he can actually um, continue that form, like you said. But yeah, I, I don't mind him. I know um, Paddy's really high on him, so. And you know what happens when someone else is high on him. You sort of start getting a bit of vibe as well. So, you know, we all could be starting with Moses in that team. Yeah. He turned he up against the Knights. He had like 10 tackle breaks, 170 run metres that game. Played really well. Uh, that's just what he's capable of. Plus, he's got the goal yeah, kicking as well, which which does help. And I, and I like, let's face it, Eels were not good last year. I think they'll be a much better team this year. And so you'll be getting a few extra points here in the goal kicking, I imagine. Well, let's talk about his uh, other halves partner, Dylan Brown. Um, 55 break even, 759K. Obviously, everyone knows that he had a tainted last year with off-field dramas. Um, but coming out lately, he's publicly shamed his own performance, um, helped the Kiwis destroy the Kangaroos in the test games, and his fitness levels are off the charts. So apparently, the, the, real, the spine is really, really fit this last year. Got coming back. Four, so this is the stat I don't, I don't mind, and this is really exciting. Uh, 45 average in his first eight games. In his last eight games, when he come back after his suspension, 62 in his last eight games. So I feel like it's a really good stat there, especially if Dylan Brown wants to sort of, you know, cement him being he's still got he's got a fair few more years at Parramatta, and he's only 23, I believe. So that's really young. So yep. he's still learning, but the confidence that he's showing. Uh, in preseason, if he can bring that to this year, uh, it's not too bad. But uh, is it is it too? It's that price where is it too risky to start him, especially yeah. with the fifty five be? Yeah, well, you look at his early run last year, and he did not score well at all, like you like you just alluded to. But I, th- I think he'd let that price drop a little bit, and he could be a great pickup later on in the season. Probably after maybe even like the run home after that last buy. Um, so I, he, you can't have him or Moses, could you? You go have one on the nah, other. No, 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 you can't. If, say, Moses has a bit of history of injury. If Dylan went to that halfback spot as well, just something to remember, he scored 77 and 61 at halfback last year in two games there. So 
He's he's one of my favourite players to watch. He's I feel like he's the best, one of the best defensive halves in the NRL. Twenty four tackles, two missed tackles a game. That's, that's like you can't really judge someone's defence on that, but you can in fantasy. Uh, still still chimes in with your kick metres, 82 per game. Lovely running, 142 metres per game. We know he loves to run. Loves a try assist, 0.9 a game last year. Him and Sean Lane need to rekindle their uh, they will. relationship. They will. So we know what those two are like when they're together. And that, that's something else to think about as well. Is I'm, I'm getting big on the combo narrative. I've done it with the Warriors, with Sean Johnson and Roger Tuivasa-Sheik and whatnot. But... Dylan Brown and Sean Lane, we know what that combo's like. Mm. I think that is important to watch. All right, well, let's move on to our off our guns, even though there's probably, you could probably say the whole team, unfortunately, but um, <laughs> we haven't got that much time on our hands. <laughs> uh, we'll go to mid-rangers. So I know there is one mid-ranger that we're both keen on, and I'll tell you what, doing the stats on him, I'm even more keen on him, especially with the, um, the pr- plethora uh, of average centres there are. Of average centres, yeah, not good centres. So, Will Willie or Willie Army or Will Penasini, 582k, 42 break even, uh, beating his fir- his previous years of fantasy by a four point average, which is hard to do for a centre. But I feel like Penasini is just that work rate kind of centre. When even a defensive centre, he gets a couple of good offloads here and there. And to add to that, if if like we said, if we're high on Moses, is your combination thing starting again? If you got Moses. Doubling down on that with Penasini as well and having that combo is just going to be electrify your points there. Uh, average 47 fantasy points in his first 10 games last year, so he's starting really hot. Uh, anything else you want to sort of add to Penasini? Uh, uh, like, again, probably he's like probably in that just that tier below elite centers, and he is pretty good. He's probably someone you could hold most of the season in fantasy at center, and you're, you're not probably going to lose too much. Mm. Hey, again, if the Eels play better this year, he's going to score more tries. We know he can score a try. Run metres, 130 metres per game. Tackle bus, 3.7 per game last year. And that's in a worse team than they're going to be this year, I feel. Uh, any other ones? I'll leave Sean Russell and Lusick for cashies. But actually, while we're speaking cashies, <laughs> might as well jump onto them. So we've got... Um, Who's your cashies and or are you cashies for this year? Sean Russell. Sean yes. Russell. Sean Russell was one of my cashies. Which I don't even know if you can call him a cashie. 381k. Um, I'm kind of hoping he. I don't. I don't know what I want from Sean Russell. If I want him as a winger, or if I want him as a centre. To be honest, as he has only got a three game sample size at centre and it's like it's not that great but could he get better as he's got him bigger and a bit more experienced I think with Russ I think the problem with him last year was yeah, having to fill in for a couple of, of um, spots you know Sibig and Injured going the left and swapping back to the right maybe a bit of consistency with him um, and again add to that um, to that right side sort of combination with Moses the DPP having him have a winger centre um, the only problem with him would be if Hayes Dunster you know, decides to come back from his injury and steal his spot back. It's a bit of uh, a cloud over his spot on the right wing, but I, I don't mind it. It's just a problem with Pramata. There's not many um, cheapies there, is there? Nah, there's probably not that are going to be in consideration for round one at least. But 
I do think, like Sean Russell's sort of been touted as the Eels' next fullback after Gutho. Well, he was been, and so I think he probably has the jump over Hayes Dunster a little bit. Like, mm. a, I don't know. He's he's one to to watch. He's got that wing centre jewel, which is always nice to have. You just want a bit more probably attacking output from him. I don't know. He's gonna. He's probably gonna definitely make a little bit of money, but he could be a slow burn as well. No, I think you're spot on there. Uh, the other cashy slash mid ranger, again, not really cashies, but for for the potential scoring they could um, output, we've got Lusick or Hands. So Lusick, uh, we got Brad Arthur coming out recently saying he wants to run that 80 minute hooker sort of um, team. But again, we all know that what coaches say and what coaches implement aren't always exactly the same. But yeah. let's just say, if it is Lusick or Hands, Lusick at 459k, uh, 33 break-even, really, really inviting, especially when you know he can actually deliver as well. He's had a couple of 80-minute games uh, over 80. So we've got from, even just from 2023, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven games over 80, over 70 minutes, and it's 52. Uh, Fifty-two point one average, which is massive for his low break-even. So, yeah. if he is here, surely. For us. If, if, he, if they're going to, if they're going to run the eighty-minute hooker narrative, for real, he yeah, I don't believe met, it. He's, he's going to make two fifty, three hundred k. As opposed to as opposed to hands, so hands over seven minutes. Uh, what's he had seven games, uh, and he's averaged forty. So the fact that he that he didn't choose hands last year. I feel like it's probably played his hand. <laughs> Brad Arthur played his hands. <laughs> but, <laughs> and not choosing Brendan hands. So I think Joey Lusick is probably going to be the preferred hooker there. But I, I, I again, with his with Brad Arthur's rotation, you know, depending if he's going to play Junior Paulo 54 minutes or, or 48 minutes or who knows, or how, how many benches or how many uh, forwards on the bench is he going to play for 10 minutes instead of 20 um, I don't know. It depends on how many close games they have, where he brings hands back onto the 14 role. But um, yeah, at the moment, if we trust him, if Lusick's there, we're picking up. I think we're picking up either Hooker, aren't we? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think I think it's silly not to. I'm I'm hoping Lusick gets it because I just think he's a better NRL quality hooker, and he's pro- like he's proven he's got the experience. He's played well every time he's been in the NRL, but then keeps going back to the Super League. Yeah, stay here, mate. All right, stay here. Be our, uh, be our, what's his name? Uh, Mitch Kenny for Panthers. <laughs> they, they, don't have, they haven't got a quality, well, not, no, well, not quality, they haven't got a star-powered hooker, but they're winning premierships, so, geez, maybe it's not everything, the hooker position. Billy Walters. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, okay, what we actually missed was duds. No, 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 no. So, uh, who's your dud for Parramatta this year? <laughs> Read my honey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> um, I, I can't. I honestly can't think of anyone that's going to be a dud this year. I've, I've looked and looked, and like more, the likes of Morgan Harper and that, you, you're not going to pick them up. If they do get a start, you're probably not going to pick them up with any expectation. So mm. at the moment, I don't have a dud for this parameter thing. I'll grab one, and it's look. I tell you what, it's it's an unwarranted dud, but it's a dud nonetheless. I've put I've picked here Bailey Simonson, uh, for, only because he's four hundred seventy three k, so it's an awkward price, thirty four break even, 
started on the wing, um, didn't really score that well, cracked 30 in once in four games. Then he actually shifted to centre where he actually scored 37.5 fantasy points. So he wasn't too bad as a mid-ranger option, um, the fact yep. that he can actually be DPP as well. But I just think with the signing of Morgan Harper, a few other backs that can potentially take, take his place, you know, Zach Sini maybe. Or who knows? Or if he's not going well, whether they bring Hayes Dunson back and Sean Russell goes there. So I don't know. I think it's just too it's too uncertain for his uh, his role there. And I'm just thinking, for that reason alone, I think he's in dud. But it's probably an unwarranted dud for him, really. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bit of a bounce back here. So I know you you've got someone else. I'll take Lane as my bounce back. But who are your bounce backs? I I too. One one's probably more hopeful than anything, and the other is I believe like last year I just saw he didn't play up to he didn't he was probably a victim of circumstance a little bit, but Ryan Madison. So he jumped around a bit. The emergence of Jermaine Hopgood didn't help him at all. He carried some injuries those first few rounds as well, so he didn't didn't come into the squad till round four. But then he played second row lock, he was on the bench, he played five eighth, back to the bench, back to the second row, like he, he just wasn't getting a solid run in a spot when he's openly said he loves playing lock because he loves having his hands on the ball as much as he possibly can. So he Don't we all 50... love having our hands on the ball? <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. But <laughs> he had an average of 51, which if he plays good minutes, will rise up significantly. But he also had a lot of 39s. Two forty fours in a row, a 43, a 26, a 37. Schools like that where you know, even when he was on the bench, you used to be able to rely on him to probably pump out a 55 or something. Mm. It, it felt like I, I could be having most tinted glasses at the moment. But I, I think if he can sort of solidify a spot again, whether it's on the edge, maybe um, I think I think for Parramatta to be at its strongest, he needs to be back on that right edge instead of Bryce Cartwright and have hop good at, at lock. And then I think let his price drop a little bit. Hopefully, his BE is fairly high at fifty-one. So hopefully, he'll lose a little bit of cash. He may not, depending how he starts the season. He could be one to watch. Yeah, I suppose seven hundred one k is very expensive, but it could be. Like you said, I think you're spot on there. Maybe like last year, I think he actually made a few people's team eventually towards the end of the year, but didn't really deliver that well. No, uh, yeah, seven hundred one k. It's just unfortunate because. Parramatta has a team of second rowers. You know, Sean Lane, Bryce Cartwright, Ryan Madison, uh, Kelma Tuolagi, uh, another one. It was Matt Dory and Jack Merchant last year, but uh, even Kelma Tuolagi could, could be a starting edge at uh, any team yeah. if he's back to form. So I know Brad yeah. Arthur does love his, um, his second rowers, but yeah, again, I think Maddo's still got another, I still think he's still got another year on his contract. So um, yeah, let's see how he goes, but yeah, not for now, but let's just hope he bounces back. Um, Speaking of second rowers, my bounce back, Sean the Lane Train. Um, his break even is 41, and he's 458K, so I'm a lot cheaper than old Maddo. Um, 2022, so 2022, he averaged 52.6. That's where he had sort of had that mad little link up with Dylan Brown on the left there. And 2021, he averaged 43, so that's 10 points difference in between one season. His real bounce-back status is heavily dependent on Dylan Brown, but like we both mentioned early in the pod, I feel like Dylan Brown is um, in the the fittest he's ever been, 23. Um, 
mindset is back on track, hopefully. You know, everyone likes to say, I want it to be back on track, but let's say that we, if we can actually do it. Um, only 10% owned right now. I think surely if he's, he has a good – if he starts on – he definitely will start on the edge, but surely after trials, his ownership goes up. But like there is – if he gets a 50, there's still nine points of value there. Um, I don't know. I see him being a 50-point scorer, and yep. I still see him as an 80-minute player. Um, is he in your team currently? He's not, but he like he's definitely in consideration. Again, I love that combo with Dylan Brown. So if they can get that firing again, he'll almost become a must-have. Yeah, I kind of want to put more Parabana players in my team at the moment, but it's hard to because they're all sort of like most of them are very high price. There's not many yeah. average yeah. players you can pick in. But what do you predict for Parramatta, anyways? Well, like looking at that first nine rounds, I definitely think they could. They should, with the team they have, break into the top eight again. Probably the from like the four to uh, from the five to eight position. I don't know if that's like I'm not like I'm not saying I'm the hugest Parramatta fan or anything. I do I do like watching them. I like when they beat Penrith. But yeah, I, I think with this team they have, if Mitchell Moses and Dylan Brown stay fit, Sean Lane plays how he should, Junior Paolo plays how he should. But how can that team not make it? I think actually before we wrap it up, um, I think you had another play. Was it Joe Offer and Gowie? Um, yeah, this mate. one's probably like if we looked at when he played thirteen in two thousand and twenty-two. Twenty-two. He was yeah. he was like boy of the year. Where was my boy of the year? Fifth, average of fifty-four, but that was. Really much better. Sixty with minutes, uh, sixty-two with minutes over seventy. I don't know if he's capable of that now. He's like a bit older, whatnot. And I, I just say he's probably going to be an off the bench prop. He didn't play over seventy minutes last year. He played not that much at all. If he yeah, comes I think off he, the bench, yeah. You, like you said, he come back from. Uh, he went from Tigers mid-season to Parramatta, but he then they got injured straight away. Had a couple of games off, yeah. but I feel like. Paulo and RCG need some help this year. And if Offer can yep. come back to his 2022 form, he actually could be a bit of a steal. Uh, 401k, if, if he has this bit of a, if he starts scoring 20s and 30s and low end, and then his minutes come up, it could yep. be a bit of a, a pickup. But again, it's 401k. It's probably too pricey to pick up in your teams with all the, the cheap mids you can potentially pick. But yeah, one to watch, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Like, if he keeps coming off the bench, that pro- he's got a break even at 30. That price could even drop even lower if he's not going to get the, the minutes that he needs or whatnot. And then, who knows, you could get an injury. You could get Hopgood injured, Meadow playing on the don't, edge. Don't you put that evil on me. Don't you put that <laughs> out, Hopgood injury on me. Go on. <laughs> oh, you we know, need that, man. Wade, Wade, Wade Gregg could get injured. <laughs> We're in Greg. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, what are we doing, sir? <laughs> Well, look, I think we've uh, done a pretty good detailed description of the Paris team. Um, uh, thanks for, for listening in, listeners. But uh, any last thoughts on the Paris team shoots? I just hope they go well for fantasy sake. They've got all the players that can score well. Wouldn't mind seeing a few price drops from a few of them and picking them up <laughs> as the season gets on. And everyone, just ignore this um, this Tigers jersey you have in the back here. It's actually my housemates. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Thanks, listeners. Uh, cheers for tuning in. That's Parramatta's 
pre-season for 2024. Um, a few more to come, but yeah, thank you very much and we'll listen to you later. As a major research institution, Arizona State University offers the most online bachelor's degree programs, along with world-class faculty and dedicated support. Discover why ASU is ranked number one in innovation for nine consecutive years. Tap to learn more.